Hey, welcome to another podcast by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox. I'm the chief content creator here. And this is our last podcast of the year. Thank you for all of my existing listeners carrying on with us throughout the year. And welcome to our new listeners. Today, we're going to be talking about leveraged ETFs and index options, which for some of you probably have never heard of that. For my moderate to sophisticated investors, I think this is going to be an interesting podcast and video today. But before we get started, just to let you new listeners know, here at TFE, Touchstone Financial Education, our job, our mission is to educate people on their personal finances in regards to investing. Okay, so we have devoted ourselves and created platforms and these podcasts as well as videos around helping you navigate the markets, your 401k, IRA, brokerage account, whatever it is you use to invest. Now, this year has been a great one for us in that we have expanded the platform. And I say we because I work with the team. I could not put this together on my own. So I truly appreciate all the effort that everyone has put in this year. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Apple Podcast. We are on YouTube. And by the way, for those of you who listen through YouTube, please take a few seconds out of your day and subscribe to our channel. I really appreciate it. Also, you can go to our website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com and send us an email to let us know what you think, also what you would like to hear. We do respond to our listeners who reach out to us and we incorporate questions and answers relative to what you guys want to know. Again, we're here to help you navigate these markets. So we really appreciate all those who have reached out through the website as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. And now we're on Facebook and Insta. We're building those pages. It's, it's an effort. It's a work in progress, if you will. So thanks for hanging out with us, listening and watching. Another thing, we've got classes, guys. And on the website, there is a classes page. We've got a schedule along with topics listed. So not every class might suit your needs, but I'm sure you'll find something in 24, in 2024, that will help you along your journey. Just go to the website again, reach out via email. We'll respond within 24 hours. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our international listeners, as well as, of course, our domestic listeners. I'm amazed at the number of countries that we are reaching people in, and I hope it helps understand our domestic markets. And one thing I'd like to do into the new year is start developing a part of our platform for you international listeners. So thank you very much. All right. So on to the show today, leveraged ETFs and index options. What a leveraged ETF is, it's an exchange traded fund. So it's a fund like a mutual fund, and I've covered this in previous podcasts. It's a fund that allows you to diversify your investment dollars. And a lot of times you don't have to spend a lot of time watching your money if you're using ETFs. But here's the thing. Today we're talking about leveraged ETFs. And what that means is it's an ETF or an exchange traded fund 
that uses options and other instruments to enhance performance. All right, so these are more aggressive vehicles and I wanted to wait till the end of the year to discuss these because knock on wood, I thought the markets would be going up as they have all year and we're ending the year strong. So for those of you who are more aggressive, we're gonna use leveraged ETFs because we can enhance the performance. And what that means is there are ETFs out there that will do two times or three times whatever the performance is of your respective index. All right, the first example I'm gonna give you is the NASDAQ 100 or the triple Qs as they're known, okay? They're up over 50% year to date. Oh, by the way, I'm recording this between the week of Christmas and New Year's just to give you a time frame here. The triple Qs have done over 50% year to date performance, all right? There is an ETF called T, as in Thomas, T triple Q. That has done 203% year to date, and there's still a few trading days left in the year. Again, 203%. This particular ETF is designed to outperform the NASDAQ 100 index at three times its performance. So it's actually done better than that, but 203 times is nothing to sneeze at. Now we know relatives to some of the stock positions that are probably in there, a lot of tech companies and so forth, they've done quite well this year, right? Across the board, the Magnificent Seven is actually what I'm referring to. And for those of you who don't know what the Magnificent Seven is, please Google it. Because as soon as you see those icons or the names of those companies, you will recognize them right away. I'd give them to you, but hopefully you can do a little homework on your own and find out what it is. So again, the triple Qs have leveraged ETFs, TQQQ, and it's done over 200% year to date. And the reason I wanna bring these up is when the market experiences a decent rally, whether it's limited to a sector like technology or it is a broad-based rally, including energy, financials, healthcare, whatever it may be, okay, you'll find these leveraged ETFs to be extremely helpful in enhancing your performance. Now, do you wanna bet the farm on these leveraged ETFs? Probably not, actually, I'm gonna say no. Please don't do that, all right? Listen to my asset allocation podcast and watch that video, and you'll find that these types of investments should be the smallest part of your portfolio. There's an old school theory that said, no one stock should represent more than 4% of your portfolio. We've changed that somewhat. I just say go with your gut, but please do not bet the farm on these leveraged ETFs because yes, the performance is enhanced. Yes, they are wonderful when there is a bull market, when the stock market is going up, but they can also go down just as quickly. So if it's got a three handle on it, meaning it's gonna go up three times what the market performance is, conversely, when the markets go down, these things go down three times that as well. So we have to be careful. This is an investment that is very aggressive. You have to monitor it. And I'd also add that this is an investment that is more short-term. You're not gonna sit in a leveraged ETF the same way you would sit in, for example, a total stock market fund or an S&P 500 index fund. And that S&P 500 index fund just buys all the companies on the S&P 500, all right? So we wanna be careful how we approach these investments. 
please go in with the plan. But by all means, right now, they are on fire and you can make some good money. Okay. Also with the leverage ETFs, there are bear market leveraged ETFs, meaning when the stock market goes down, what do they do? They go up. Let me say that again. When the stock market goes down, not necessarily a bear market, which I'll explain in a minute, but when the stock market goes down, these go up. For example, let's go back to those triple Qs. There is a leveraged ETF, SQQQ, S triple Q, and it is a bear ETF for the NASDAQ 100. Remember how I said the T triple Qs are up 203% year to date, okay? The triple Qs themselves are up over 50% year to date. Well, guess what? The S triple Q is down a little over 75% year to date. So it works against what the market is doing. So last year on through parts of 21, you could have made some decent money when tech stocks were pulling back. This thing was a rock star. But again, you have to be extremely careful because it is very aggressive. So you have to watch it. It's not like you can buy it, set it and forget it. Again, very aggressive, so be careful. Make sure it stays a very small part of your portfolio if you are more bearish on the markets, meaning going down. And by the way, just circling back real quick, a bear market is when the market is down over 20% from its most recent high. Again, more than 20% from its most recent high. So when that happens, when bear markets happen, these things are wonderful on the downside, but just like on the upside, we gotta be careful, okay? Now let's switch it up and move on to index options, all right? An option is a contract that allows you to buy or sell a stock, or in this case, an index in the market. So let's say we've got an index option like the Spiders, SPY and we want to get a little more aggressive performance out of it. And by the way, the SPI, like a SPY, excuse me, is an S&P 500 index fund. That's a great set it and forget it type investment. But now we're looking at the options, okay? If you haven't seen it already or listened, please listen to those podcasts I recorded earlier this year. I recorded three of them in successive order describing what an option is and how they work. All right, for those of you who listen, let's go ahead and move on. So an index option allows you to buy a contract to purchase or to sell an index like the S&P 500, like the triple Qs, okay? Like the Russell 2000, all right? And the reason we do these is because we want to enhance our performance just like using a leveraged ETF. All right, many times when the markets are going up, I'm just gonna start with the bull example here, they will outperform for whatever period of existence those contracts are alive, meaning these contracts have a maturity date. All right, they have a maturity date. They do quite well. And these maturity dates are set at very long term we call them leaps and i'm going to get into that in the next podcast but a leap is an options contract that extends out for a 24 month year excuse me 24 month year period thank you sorry 24 month period not a 24 month year period that'd be kind of crazy but it goes out a long way and you can buy these options hoping 
for example, that in this bull run that seems to have just started this year, that you can make some really good money and outperform an index. Again, a very aggressive play in the markets. Please do not bet the farm on this. This is a very small portion of your portfolio. We're using this for enhancement. Conversely, there are index options that allow you to play the downside, just like the SQQ. So believe it or not, the leveraged ETF and the index option are probably very close to being equally volatile. I would say that the options contracts are much more volatile. They have a maturity date, and if they mature and you did not exercise or make any money, that's it, it's gone. It's expired, okay? So we wanna be very careful, but they are a great way to leverage performance in the market, whether you're a bull, meaning the market's gonna go up on your behalf, or, you're a bear and the markets are gonna contract. Doesn't necessarily have to be a bear market. Remember, 20% below its most recent high, but if the market contracts or pulls back, you can make some money on the short side, on the downside of the market. So leverage ETFs, index options, great tools to take advantage of broad-based rallies or pullbacks in the market, but know that you have to watch them. Let me give you an example of how we could take advantage of leveraged ETFs and index options today. Generally speaking, you do not want to use index options as the market is peaking. They're best used or they're great tools for when we have found a beaten up sector in the market, okay? Because not everything goes up all the time. We know that not every sector experiences what tech, for example, has experienced. Oil, financials, real estate, all right? We're looking for those parts of the market that have been beaten up or have lagged in terms of performance. And if the broad-based rally continues, interest rates come down, the environment improves across the board, and we do see these broad-based rallies, then we're moving into sectors that have been beaten up, okay? That's when you wanna take a look at leveraged ETFs and index options. Whatever side of the market you're on, but I'm gonna use the bull side as an example. Again, most folks like to invest when the markets go up, so let's kind of stick to that. Let me give you an example. Earlier this year, oil went up, oh, you know, low to mid 90s, okay? It came off of its $60 plus per barrel price point, all right? And it ran into the low to mid 90s. While oil was doing that, Stocks like ExxonMobil, for example, went from about $100 a share to about $123 a share. Oil has since pulled back. We are now in the low 70s. As a matter of fact, as this week started, well, let's go back to last week. Oil was trading in the low 70s, all right? So it ran up from the 60s up to the low 90s, and it has pulled back into the low 70s. The backdrop behind oil really hasn't changed too much. China's usage isn't what it used to be because of their slowdown in the economy. The Saudis have kept in place their million dollar barrel per day cut, meaning they're not producing as much oil. So the environment around oil hasn't changed too much despite the conflict we're seeing right now in the Middle East. That might change and oil has gone from about 71 up to 75-ish where we are today while I'm recording this, 
for those of you who are looking to be aggressive in the market and maybe not follow the crowd, this is an opportunity to jump in. How can we do that? Yeah, sure, we can buy a stock. Absolutely, we can buy just a regular old energy ETF, a sector fund, because we're only buying energy. But for those of you who are aggressive, you might want to take a look at leveraged oil stock or energy ETFs. You might also want to take a look at oil indices in the market and play those index options. So if you think oil is going to come off the bottom from the low 70s, maybe back up into the low 90s, well, then here's your bet, right? Here's your opportunity to make larger than average profits outside of technology. Okay, other sectors that haven't done so well this year so far are financials, uh, um, some biotech, same thing. Take a look at the beaten up sector. You're going to be aggressive. You're going to use a small portion of your portfolio and you will invest in these leverage ETFs or index options to enhance that performance. So basically, we want what hasn't performed yet. We don't want to jump on the bandwagon after, you know, We've seen 203% in the T triple Qs, you know, up over, what is it, 180% or something like that for NVIDIA this year. Wonderful performance for some of these tech stocks, in particular, the Magnificent 7. But if you're coming to the market and you're a newer investor and you want to dip your foot in the aggressive end of the pool, right now might not be the time. We want to look at those other sectors that have been out of favor. Not to say that you don't want to invest in technology, not to say that you don't want to hold these stocks, but if you're looking for better than average performance, if you're looking to outperform the different indices in the market, then you got to go for the beaten up stuff and just kind of hang on. And I hope you've got the intestinal fortitude to do so. All right. So be careful, be mindful, watch, 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 because that's what it takes to be an aggressive investor. Thanks for listening, guys. And by the way, once again, a big shout out to my team. I know I said it at the top, but I've really enjoyed working this year to bring this information to you guys. We are expanding all the time, looking forward to better things to come in 24, like the classes, which again, please go and take a look on our website. Also, for those of you who watch on YouTube and even those of you who don't, please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. That really helps us out as well. Again, we have truly appreciated all of our listeners and watchers and the feedback. And actually, me personally, I like the questions that you guys have been asking in terms of what you want to learn. And I've got some questions on real estate. I know I haven't answered those yet. We're looking to do so in 24 as interest rates come down because that might be a sector of improvement. Again, echoing the sentiment from just a couple of minutes ago. We want to get into things that have been beaten up. So REITs might come into play again. Are they there now? Absolutely not. But maybe later next year, especially if this work from home movement begins to wane. If companies require hybrid work from their employees, which means these companies are paying rent, which gets passed through to you, the investor. So for those of you who are income investors, please kind of start keeping an eyeball on what REITs do. And I'm going to just say, second half of this year but if we start seeing rate cuts we start seeing more people go back to the office then by all means jump in before the second half of this year so that would be like second quarter or something this year 
by the time we start getting some decent numbers and figuring out what's going on. Well, everybody, I hope you have had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you've had a wonderful and prosperous year. Thank you once again. Please look out for things to come that we're going to be providing from the podcast, the videos, the classes, and who knows what's next. But thanks. Happy New Year. And I'll talk to you on the other side.